Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everybody. I hope this finds you well. And boy, it's a nice thing to say during this time, isn't it? Because there's so much not well going on. But the great news is we serve a big God who can see us all through it, and great things can happen. I hope great things happen in your life this year. I hope this is a tremendous year for you. I hope this year that you will grow so significantly in the things of God that your life would be changed forever, and the power of God would be seen in you. Make great decisions this year. Choose to make great decisions. Choose to get involved in a good Bible-believing church that preaches God's Word. Choose to love people, even when they treat you poorly. Choose to witness to your family and your friends and tell them about Jesus. Choose to be great people. Our Heavenly Father, in life you have given us choices from the very beginning. From Adam and Eve all the way on, there's been choices. And God, I pray that in the name of Jesus, you would touch lives, you would change hearts, and you'd be near to people. Lord, I ask your presence to guide our lives, to lead our lives, to open doors for us in every single way. Lord, bless the churches that are out there in our community. Bless every one of them. Lord, may we never get in church competition, but we would be not in competition, but in a great desire to have people know Jesus. We would fill our churches with people that need to grow in the things of God. We need your help, O oh Lord. We need your power. We need your strength. And we trust you. We trust you to lead us, to guide us, and to take us to new heights in our spiritual walk. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I'm going to share today out of the book of James, and I'm just flipping to it right now. And I think I'm going to start with the uh, fourth chapter and read some things and just share some things with you. And uh, it's just it's so great to be able to share, so great to be able to talk Jesus. I'm really excited about this year and now that legislature started and being able to share down at the state house for the next three months. It's been a joy, and it's a joy just to just try to uplift people. But folks, more than anything else, we need to raise the name of Jesus so people will realize what this world is about, because he is coming again, and everyone needs to be ready. Everyone. So chapter 4 of James, James the Apostle says, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, you can't not get what you want, so you quarrel and fight? You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, do you not receive because you ask with wrong motives that may spend what you get on your pleasures? Folks, that's a very interesting first three verses of James. What causes fights and quarrels among you? What is it, folks? What is it that causes fights and quarrels among you in your household, at work, how about even in the church? You know, what is it that fight, causes fights and quarrels? You know what it is? It's differences of opinions. People have different opinions, but the problem is we focus on our opinion versus what would be best that God would have us do. That's why it's so important for us to seek God with all our heart, soul, and mind. Seek his will, his direction. Pray about everything. Pray without ceasing, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Because he says, don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Yes, 
fights and quarrels come from those things that battle inside you. I have never seen so much of that as I have during this time of this pandemic. People just argue and fight about mask or no mask, about being with people or being with no people. All these things, they're they get so concerned about their opinion, and many of them even say, "Well, I'm not going to church because I'm not going to I'm not going to wear a mask or whatever it is." You know what? Start making it about God. Start making it about God, and this is and then the answer is, "Well, this is what God wants me to do." God wants you to honor Him. God wants you to serve Him. God doesn't want you to quarrel about things you don't need to quarrel about. Yes, we all have an opinion. I certainly have my opinion. And I can't say my opinion's always right, because I'm sure it probably isn't. But folks, we better get in the mindset of serving the Lord Jesus Christ and walking with him and seeking his kingdom and everything he has for us. I just uh, sometimes get so irritated that we throw out our opportunity to be with God and to be with people of God because we want to prove a point. Oh, you're proving a point, all right. Certainly proving a point. And I'm telling you something. We're all going to stand before God, and we're all going to give an account of our life, and we need to know we're doing what God would have us do. You know, um, then he says, you desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight about it until you get what you want. You do not have, he says, because you do not ask God. You see, I I was convinced. I woke up this morning in my prayer time thinking about uh, asking and about healing, you know, asking in my name. There I am in the midst if we ask and believe, you know, we really, truly believe. I think about some of them. We've had some major healings, uh, healings over the years in our church. And when they happened was when a number of people gathered together and they all believed that they were going to happen. They believed that these people were going to be healed. And when they prayed, these people were healed. God touched their life. I can't explain why everybody is healed instantaneously and why some people are just healed down the line and why, and sometimes it doesn't appear that people are healed. But I know he says, ask and believe. When you ask and you do not receive because you ask this is this I think this is a key, folks. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. That's like somebody saying, "Oh Lord, please help me to win the lottery. Lord, please help me to come across millions, or whatever it is." You know, you're asking with the wrong motives, the wrong ideas, the wrong situations. And he said, then he goes on to say, he says, "You adulterous people, don't you know?" That friendship with the world means enmity with God. You're an enemy of God. You know, let me read that verse again. That's big for all of us. You adulterous people. You think he was upset? I think so. Don't you know that friendship with the world means being at odds against God? And see, that's what the world tries to do to us. It tries to drag us in. It tries to make us comfortable. It tries to get us to want and desire and to fixate on things that we don't need, things that will not be life-changing for us. And so pretty soon we become an idolater because we start putting things before Almighty God. Look at your life today. What are you putting before Almighty God? Hey, take a chunk of your life out. Take, you know, take 24 times 7, which is I think 168 if I'm doing my math right. And that's how many hours are in a week. How much of that time is devoted to the things of God? 
How much of that, time, of that time is devoted to things that would make a difference in this world? Have you ever done that? My 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 daughter, I should say, I said my wife, but my daughter is is tremendous at categorizing time and schedules. She is just gifted in that, and she she's studying to be a dietitian. She's in her internship and her master's right now, and this time next year she'll be a, a registered dietitian. But she's going to be a good one because she is so incredibly organized and lives by a schedule and knows where her time is spent. And like I said the other day on the radio, I was so proud when I walk in the house at a random time, she's just reading her Bible and studying God's Word. Nothing makes a a father happier than that. But we need to uh, not be a friend of the world, but be a friend of God. Let God use us in the world. You know, see, the thing is, we're going to be in the world, but not of the world. We want to be used to transform lives. Let God use us as an agent of transformation. How's that? Somebody asked what you're doing and said, hey, I'm an agent of transformation. I'm an AOT, okay? Can you be an AOT now? Suddenly you said, somebody asked what you're, what you're about. You say, hey, I'm an AOT. I'm an agent of transformation, helping transform lives for Jesus Christ, helping to build heaven so heaven is a place filled with people that are loving him and that, that everybody we know we can get to heaven by having them make a decision for Jesus or encouraging them to make a decision to believe in Jesus Christ. And when they truly believe, they start seeing the hand of God in a uh, powerful way. He goes on in verse 5, he says, Or do you think Scripture says without reason that he's, he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace? That is why the Scripture says God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. When you look at your life, can you honestly say that you're humble? That you're a humble person? That you're humble in the sight of God? Is it about you or is it about others? What is it this year that's going to be a difference maker for you? You have a choice to make. You have a choice to make today. I hope that this passage of Scripture carries a little bit of weight in your life and that you look and say, you know what? I'm going to resist the devil. I'm going to stay away from the world. I'm going to honor God first and foremost and let him direct my path. Remember a Scripture that Jesus says in Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and things will be added to you as well. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Put God first in your life. Honor God first in all you do, and everything else will be added. You see, if we could center our life around Jesus Christ, if we could put him on the throne of our lives, and we start honoring him in our family life, where our family see that God is important, that being a part of the house of God is important, that being a part of reading the Word of God is important, that spending time in prayer is important. When you have a need in the house and you're talking about all these needs and all these things going on, just stop right then and there and say, family, let's pray. And pray. You don't have to pray a long prayer. But, Lord, Heavenly Father, lead me this day. God, give us wisdom in this decision. Lord, overwhelm us with your presence. But pray. Well, hey, I'm going to continue down the fourth chapter tomorrow. And I hope you'll join me, and I hope your day is filled with his incredible glory. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.